Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is that almost uh, that's 20 years ago? Oh, wow. A lot of people don't know Shaquille O'Neal was a rapper in a former lifetime. Let me tell you something. Shaq's life has got to be the greatest life ever. So he's a pitch man for every possible company ever. They, they sold his brand to a company where they just go out and licensing out to everything. So that's why you see him on printers, eyewear. I mean, they're just making hand over fist. So he, so he gets that. He had a successful rap career, had a successful NBA career, is now having a successful career as an analyst on TNT. Oh, he is? He is, is it the, for, yeah. for ba- basketball? For basketball, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, so he's been doing that successfully for a number of years. And then uh, on top of that, he's grown and mature. Shaq is living his best life. I mean, he's, that, that's, that he has regrets with the uh, with the wife, Johnny O'Neill, and, and the kid's not coming home, you know, because of the divorce. But uh, outside of that, you know, he's he's... I think he's. He probably think the only thing he's probably missing might be a good woman, and he might already have that. I don't. Who knows? Yeah. How are you two beautiful ladies doing today on this? What is this Tuesday? Tuesday. I'm so tired. Because you went to work out, huh? No, I didn't even you, work out. You didn't. I just put workout clothes on. Oh. But I didn't work out. Well, at least you're thinking about it. That's all. I that did. Matters. I thought about it this morning, and then I got back in bed. I was like, I've no. done that. <laughs> I've gone as far as drive to the gym and sit there, and I'm like, forget this. Yeah, <laughs> I had home. every intention, and I was like, you know what? I don't want. Did to. you sleep okay last night? Or I did. You? I slept great. I slept for a good eight hours. You know I just feel so tired. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if the qu- are you waking up in the middle of the night? Maybe the quality of the sleep you're getting is not Sometimes, necessarily so good. Sometimes I think yeah. I think I set too many alarms too because mm. I set alarms so that I'll wake up. So like set one at seven and then like one at seven thirty and then one at eight yeah, and then one at eight thirty. So you have to figure out your sleep cycle windows. You know what I'm saying? There's a four hour sleep cycle that everybody goes in and out of. They go in, it's like three, four, three, four stages from like light to deep, and then it starts over again. And so you gotta figure out not when your sleep cycles occur and not to wake up in the middle of the sleep cycles. You gotta wait for it to completely finish. If you wake up in the middle of one, you'll be drowsy. So that's number one. Number two, are you getting oxygen when you're sleeping? CPAP machine, you might want to see if you can rent one for a day and sleep with it on. That'll knock you out and make you like, I don't, I, I can't stand in bed. Um, Maybe I'll try something. I don't know. Sometimes I use melatonin. Does that help you? Uh, I can't it, tell yeah. if it's placebo or if it actually helps. Yeah, the other thing yeah. I would do is uh, go get some edibles and take them as you're going to bed. Because I think what's happening is that your mind is not being shut off. Yeah, that's probably And if your mind's not being, and I have a racing mind, it's constantly moving. If your mind's not being shut off, then it's not going to be, you're not going to be able to fully get to sleep. Yeah, it's like I was in bed for eight hours. Right. But I like, why am I not rested? Tired still. I mean, I mean this in the most loving way. Why are you trying to make all of us potheads? Because every time you turn around, go get some edibles. And then you gave me that mint one time that did not work for me personally. Because it was a very low dosage. I don't, you know, I don't want to get you hooked on the on the on the good good. I felt it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Well, yeah, I think mine was very low. It's a lot lower than yours. But no, I, didn't I think hers are all the same. I just they were they were two milligrams a piece. Oh yeah, I didn't feel anything. It, it I, I fell asleep. There's but two it, milligrams. It, it didn't feel it. I think those were two point five milligrams per mint. Oh, okay. I feel um, like I thought they were five. It, they may have been because I had I had two kinds. I feel like I got one from you that was five. Right. Okay. It may it may have been because I had two point five and then and then five milligrams also. Um, I think my tolerance has gone up to where I need an edible that's like 10 milligrams now. Compared, I don't think I can mess with those. Well, I, I don't think I've always can mess with those, but I was just being safe yeah. with a low dosage yeah, because I would always end up popping more. Uh, you're um, like, hey, this isn't working. Yeah, I right. need some more. And then all of a sudden, poof, oh, I'm high. 
No, but um, well, the one thing I have learned with, with the edibles, um, and you got to be careful because there are different types of edibles out there. There's the resin edible, which I like, um, but it may be too strong for you. Um, but they have just the regular, like, sour, gummy edibles that you can take that are 10 milligrams. Take one when you go in the bed, like when you're tired, and then, you know what I'm saying, you, you may be able to, it may help slow your brain down and shut it down. Well, see, for me personally, I use a Calm app, and I listen to the different sounds, like of the ocean, and of Ireland, and Scotland, and that, Egypt. That helps me sleep really well. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, that, I need sounds. Sometimes I need to hear something, too. Yeah, I have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, I, I'll turn, just throw on YouTube and just fall asleep to something. I just, for some reason, I don't know, that's going back to me being a kid, and I always used to fall asleep with the TV on. I always need to have some audio kind of floating around in my ear. Although, sometimes I can turn it off. You yeah, for I mean? me, it's hard to sleep unless I hear. I don't have to hear the TV. I need something yeah. like just some therapeutic work. to calm me I down. I like something too. I like going to sleep with the TV or with music or yeah. something. Well, that's, Music's that's, nice. That's one other thing. Also, is the TV. Although it may be volume may be down, the light coming off the TV may be affecting you also and causing that's you not true. be able to sleep. I usually try. I usually wake up after like an hour and like turn it off. I've done that before. Yeah, you just let the, set the sleep timer. Yeah. I have something to report. Um, yeah. So I did take you guys' advice, and over the weekend, I meant to tell you this yesterday, I did say that I couldn't go to the lesbian oh, the wedding. A wedding. Um, but I was asked, and, and and it was it was handled very nicely. I didn't lie. I just said that I'm just not going to be able to make it. I am so sorry. Well, you have to come to the bachelorette party because we're having a double bachelorette po- party, and it's cosmic bowling. That's your bachelorette party. Are you gonna go? Cosmic bowling. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Is it the bowling alley? Uh, but they're yeah at, at the bowling alley. Oh. But then they're gonna take the party back to to somebody's house, and they are gonna have male and female strippers. Now Ooh. I'd like to see the male strippers. I said, do you know what they look like? Oh, yes. <laughs> you can let me know in advance, and then that can just you send that. Me profile so for we're against <laughs> lesbian weddings, but we're for male stripping. I would love. I want to go to Chippendales. I want to see those hot bodies. Now, I've never been to Chippendales, but I did go to Magic Mike, and I am not a strip club type person, but I loved the Magic Mike show. I I want to see that. So good. That's the one in Vegas, right? Yeah. Maybe that's not the Chippendales. That's the one I'm talking about. Chippendales out here in LA. I want to swear there was one in Venice somewhere. I remember. I think they did, but the one I heard about, there's one in Vegas I heard where the guys are nice looking and it's so much fun. So I think, I think there's it's a Chippendales in Vegas, but I also I think Magic Mike is a different show. Okay, well, it, it mixes them. a lot of things. It's like acting, but dancing, but like guys with no shirts. I think I told you about it. Yeah. Oh, they, it's, like, women want a man in a suit and it's a guy in a suit. Like women want a man and a puppy and it's a guy with his shirt off, like holding a puppy. All the girls were like, "Woo!" I'd love to see that. I mean, I, that's be that's on my bucket list just to at least go and see the male strip review or whatever. So I might go because I would like to see that. Oh, the the owner Steve Banerji started Chippendales in L.A. Hmm. Oh, Don, why didn't you join? Naming them after the classic Chippendale style furniture that adorned the club. Oh wow! Why didn't you join Chippendales? Don? Chippendales you a lot of money. is because I'm not I'm not I'm not gay. It, <laughs> They're not gay. Aren't some of them like straight men? No, 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 no. I'm just yeah, saying, like, like, I, I, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that dancers are gay, but I mean, it's a straight women go to oh, they strip clubs with women. Yeah, I, that's not something men do. We we don't go with her. <laughs> hey, Andy, you want to go check out a Chippendale show? Let's go grab a couple drinks and just chill out as bros. We don't do that. 
Very gay. It'd be a great place to pick up girls. Yeah, exactly. You're not thinking outside the box. That's a great point, Kiara. You are not thinking outside the box. If I got to go to a male review show to pick up a girl, I just don't need you that bad. Good. You know, there are straight guys who have gone to gay clubs just to pick up hot women. You've I, heard of that, right? I, listen, yeah. I, I, I only go to, I, I've never been to a gay place, and I would only go there if I didn't know it was a gay place, which is by accident. That's the only time I would ever go to a gay place. I think we need to do a Don Amici versus everyone yeah. field trip. Yeah. And let's go, I mean, and I think Andy should go. Either we sit and watch a male strip thing and see how you guys react and see you know how well it goes it might not be as bad as you think it is or maybe i'll go to a gay male club i guess they got they got rid of the los angeles what were you gonna say Andy? yeah i think they got rid of <laughs> uh, <laughs> respectfully declining that's Andy what you said, said no said to the wedding we're de- declining respectfully <laughs> it's a great way to decline oh andy okay um <laughs> also can i just say that i feel some type of way because this girl that I'm friends with from back home, I feel like I keep having unnecessary friend stuff. Like, so unnecessary. I was, you know, posting looks from the Met Gala that I liked last yeah, night. Yeah. You and that Met Gala at 10 o'clock at night. Still on Okay, the- everybody's <laughs> talking about it. It's Jeez. not just me. I will say, once the news broke about Roe versus this Wade, one, yeah. uh, like, my mind shifted, you know. But I was still kind of looking at the looks. Um, I just posted yesterday some of the likes, the looks that I liked. And this girl from back home responded, you like this dress? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Clearly, I like it. I posted it. What so dress? I, Can you so I just, it was Sarah Jessica Parker's No, dress. her dress was one of the best ones. Yeah, like it was very on trend. She was paying tribute to a black designer. And so, look how she said it. You like this? You like what? My The dress that I posted. And I was like, yeah, I feel like it fit the theme. Unlike most LOL and it paid tribute to a black designer. She just wrote, gotcha, dot, dot, dot. Isn't that rude? I think that's rude. Oh, I was going to say, that is very, very like, rude and unnecessary. people just like what they like? Yeah. Obviously, I clearly liked it. I posted it. Right. Why? I don't like that. I don't, I don't like either. That. Or people do that. We're like, ew, you eat that? That's so I gross. That. Don't I, worry about what I eat. Right. Worry about what you eat. Right. I love that. I love that you said that. I agree. 100%. But but Kiar did find the worst dress, and it was a man wearing it. It I don't. Did you look at it? Did you see it? I don't care about the Met Gala (laughs) for the third time. But Don, can you just comment on what I sent you though? It was a ridiculous look. What what did you send? Let me look. You didn't even look at the text. It was bad. Don just sent a a message. Why are you guys talking about this? The Met Gala. The Met Gala. Yeah, it's like eight o'clock at night. Come on, Don. Oh, and you know what, Don? As a matter of fact, I yeah, I saw this. I saw this, uh, and and with his weird hairstyle. I don't know what this is other than... It's like a mullet jacket thing. He looked horrible. Who is this? Uh, He's like a... Ricardo... Ricardo. It says like friend of the stars. He looked ridiculous. And you know, Don... I think the Mets going downhill. I sent you a story about Danny Bonaducci and you didn't respond. Okay, all right. All right, right, enough. Golly. You, you Danny Bonaducci, he's dying. You over here with this... (laughs) You know, stupid dress. <laughs> yelling. It all wasn't right. a stupid dress. All right, let's, we'll get to all of that and more when we come forward. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, uh, 809-201-1580. We always invite you into the conversation through the phone lines or through the open mic. If you haven't downloaded the app, download it right now through the Google Play Store app. App Store. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. terms and conditions. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back, Don Amici. First, everybody, Kristen Kiar, eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. Um, 
Yeah, you know they're 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 ragging on Susan Collins right now because Susan Collins, I think, voted to pass um, Brett. Conf- she was the deciding vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court in 2018, um, and she insisted that he told her directly that uh, he considered Roe versus Wade settled law. My fervent hope is that Brett Kavanaugh will work to lessen the divisions in the Supreme Court, so we have far fewer five-four decisions. That's what she says. Um, so a lot, a lot of people are trying to get after her now for you know for 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 comment after the uh, leaked um, abortion memo from the Supreme Court, um, which is uh, you know having people all up in arms. Could Roe versus Wade be? Which is it's not going to ex- listen. Roe versus Wade is if it does get overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court, it's not going to stop abortions in this country. Mm-hmm. Although I do believe that uh, there that there are lawmakers who are working, uh, state lawmakers who are working with the national GOP and Mitch McConnell, and I wouldn't be surprised if some people inside the Supreme Court because there are a lot of trigger laws that are being set that once Roe versus Wade gets overturned, these laws automatically go into effect to stop abortion. If we look at, I think there was uh, Oklahoma's trying to you know put the brakes on abortion. So, but it doesn't mean abortion in this country is going to come to an end because you're always going to have liberal states that are going to always offer abortion. Yeah. It's probably just going to create, create, um, and, and I listen to a certain extent, I, you know, this, this, um, I think this is, I, I think this is a decision for the states to decide, um, the, you know, for some reason it got to the Supreme Court and the federal government says that, uh, the constitution says you have a right to, um, I think it was a privacy was it privacy yeah uh, when it comes to having an abortion in 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 uh you know not now the justices are basically saying you don't have no that's not in the constitution but you know the states do have rights um and maybe maybe abortion is better left for a state mm-hmm. um to decide and it's and it's citizens to decide and um and that's probably what's going to happen here is that abortion is not going to be illegal but it's just going to be up um, to the states that's what i heard up to the states mm-hmm. but listen don't you know I, I i started seeing rumblings where they're talking about trying to prevent abortion at a federal at the federal level <coughs> excuse me which is something that we have to watch out for in itself because you don't know what's going to happen when it comes to october and uh, how the uh, congress is going to shift and change uh with the uh, midterm elections coming up okay so can i just make a comment about that so listening to various commentary there were a couple of democrats that said look at if this happens this is a big deal for the democrats um because it could work in their favor because right now the midterms it wasn't looking good for the democrats Mm -hmm. if this happens you can forget about a republican being in office that's what that's what they're there that's how they well, are I, kind I, of softening the blow so there, it. there's that there you know what i'm saying there's going to be an issue for that's going to unite and once again everything that we've uh, that happened to us uh, over the past year or so we're not going to forget we're going to forget about mm-hmm. i mean does anybody remember afghanistan no, no, I'm worried about Russia and the Ukraine still. So. Right, right. Nobody remembers and the people. there's probably going to be so much more that happens uh, prior to election. People might not even be thinking about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, now, well, this is this is well, this is not going to come out until June. Yeah. The actual decision. We don't even know that what this decision is, but they, everybody's screaming it is unprecedented that the you know the uh, uh, there's a um, uh, a draft. Uh, leaking out of the Supreme Yeah, Court. there's a mole up in there. But, you know, this also, Rat. but, you know, listen, this also might put motivation behind um, state races um, to where the um, uh, the Democrats can rally behind this in conservative states and get the and have the people turn out to, you know, um, make it legal in a state. When George Bush got elected uh, to office back in, was it 2000? Mm-hmm. Um, 
what Karl Rove and a, a lot of Republican strategists did was put um, social issues on the ballot. I think Ohio was one. And so they put these issues trying to get, create turnout. And the turnout, I, I think uh, gay marriage was, was the big one. And so if you like, hey, do you, do you think gay marriage should be legal in Tennessee? Well, the local politicians can run on that. We need to get you to the polls. You've got this conservative um, agenda of do we want gay marriage in our state, driving people to the polls. And and you get enough of those conservative people out, then you can kind of win the state over in, in a state that kind of flip-flops back and forth. Mm-hmm. So this may work out for the Democrats like that also. Hey, let's, you know, let's let's secure the right for a woman to choose. Um, we have legislation coming up. We got to get these Republicans out of office because they're 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 trampling on your rights. So this may be, uh, you know, it may be a a blessing in disguise. I guess you can say for the Democratic Party, but time will tell, um, and see how they kind of formulate this. But um, people are I, I worried about gay marriage. Is all I wanted to say too. Yeah. They're saying what next? Gay marriage? Sorry, yeah, Kiara. I was, no, I was gonna say I agree with you. I think one thing we're seeing here is that this court is not really going to stand by the stare decisis, meaning what prior courts have. Put into play, and they they grilled K- Justice Katanji Brown on that so hard. Are you going to try and change things? Are you do you believe in stare decisis? Are you gonna and like are you going to try to change the definition of a woman? So it's like, oh, you're okay to change constitutional interpretation when it benefits you. You just wanted to make sure this black woman wasn't going to come in and make decisions that were super liberal. Yeah. So that felt like a double standard. But also with this, it's important to remember that. With Roe versus Wade, there were still 30 states at that time who prohibited abortion. And the only reason those 30 states got rid of their laws were because of Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this law came about at a time when people were already embracing a woman's right to choose. Most of the country still had laws in place where you couldn't have abortion. So it's not crazy to think that if this decision goes away, most of the country will go back. Mm -hmm. True. Very true. Susan Collins, who, you know, met with Brett Kavanaugh and a lot of people, um, uh, expressed shock with the, uh, Turn on events uh, in a statement release uh, this morning. If the leaked draft opinion is the final decision and this reporting is accurate, it will be completely inconsistent with what Justice Gorsuch and Justice Kavanaugh said in their hearings and our in our meetings in our office. Obviously, we don't know each justice's decision and reasoning until the Supreme Court uh, officially announces its opinion in the case. This is very interesting, though. I wonder if the fact that let's say that the Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, you know, um, sign on and vote for overturning Roe versus Wade when they looked at the uh, lawmakers in their face and said it's settled law, is that grounds to impeach these two justices for lying to Congress during the confirmation hearings? Because they said one thing in private and in public about Roe versus Wade being settled law, but then when a decision came to vote on it. You're doing something different, which tells me that you were you were misleading Congress to get the job, mm-hmm. and I think that's the ground for that's grounds for impeachment. I mean, I you know I think the grounds can be made for impeachment on that, but we won't know until June. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if if Gorsuch and Kavanaugh vote, somebody's going to bring up impeaching those two out, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens with that. Um, and and it'd be history, but I mean, you know, making the argument of looking Congress in the face when they and asking questions and lying. Which I think, you know, it's clearly if you sign your name to the opinion. 
And I, this is what I posted a, a little bit ago, and this was, you know, my challenge for people that consider themselves pro-life. Because we've talked about on this show people who believe abortion sin, and yeah. I still don't understand why, if you believe it's sin, just make that choice for you. I mean, that goes back to gay marriage and lots of other things. Yeah. Why do you feel like you get to decide for yourself, but then make that decision for other people as well? It feels overstepping. But in a country that offers no universal health care, no paid family leave, no universal child care, no free birth control, no mandatory comprehensive sex education nationally, and offers abysmal system that makes seeking financial assistance and insurance a complete circus, it takes unimaginable, unimaginable levels of audacity for the lawmakers who are instrumental in upholding the aforementioned realities to fight for forced pregnancy and birth. And that, to me was is the central piece of this like we want to compel people to have babies and to be mothers but then we're like well now you have to take care of it and you're not going to get any assistance and you're not going to get free health care and there's no free child care and if you want to bed your life and get education that's going to cost a lot of money and you don't get to take time off work how are some people supposed to manage? And then we get really angry at women who are having babies who are not ready and don't have the infrastructure set up financially or support or otherwise. Mm-hmm. But then also when they say, I don't think I want this pregnancy, we make them feel bad. So there's no winning. There is no winning. No, the winning is you get married and find your husband to take care of you and you have that baby and you, you follow the script. Yeah, stay with the man. I Who was it? We Didn't we hear a pastor recently that was like, even if the, oh, it was Michael Todd. I, he was like, I don't I know you don't want to hear this, but even if your husband's beating you, you don't get to get a divorce. Yeah, I remember that. For getting that. abused. I remember I'm that. I'm like, y'all don't care about life. We're talking yeah. about people's lives. You don't care about life. You care about birth. Anything that happens after birth, good luck. I, myself, I, for me, only for me, I'm pro-life. But I don't care what anybody does with their body. It's not my body. It has nothing to do with me. So what other people do, I don't want to know. I don't care. So that's why it's really hard for me to understand why you'd want to force a woman to do something that maybe she just doesn't want to do. And I'm very passionate when it comes to women that are raped or abused or molested to force somebody to have a child in those circumstances is cruel. And it's, and it's just vicious. Like, reason- why would you force somebody to have a child under circumstances where, where they were, the, you know, the traumatized? Dad doesn't want to be in the life. I have a friend who was considering an abortion. She didn't do it. And everyone's like, no, we'll help. Don't do it. You have community. But of course now when she's calling babysitters, everyone's like, sorry, Sorry, busy. Can't do there it. Was a, um, there was a there was a legislature, I think, over the weekend. Weekend at base. I forgot. I got to find out who who actually said it. But he was just like, I think it was a female, and she was and she was just saying, you know, that's an opportunity if you get raped and, and to bring life into this world and give that child. Oh uh, my uh, gosh! Yeah. Was, right? it like, was it Marjorie Taylor? I, feel like she I don't think. I think it was Marjorie. Stuff, I don't think it was uh, Taylor Green. Uh, I I, I got to find out who it is. I got to I got to search. But I was. I, I'll see if I can get to that. Um, they look at abortions as killing babies. I think, I think somebody quoted 65 million babies have been killed since, uh, or children have been, they, they use the word children, or babies, um, have been killed since um, Roe v. Wade was, uh, I guess, upheld by the Supreme Court. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the process looks like. I definitely think, I think everybody's against late-term abortions. Yeah, yeah there should be I've, some yeah. level, right? Yeah, there's a floor that we have to kind of get to. But because then the question really does become birth control. If you think that, you know, God's will should be done whenever you're intimate, then why are you trying to prevent a baby? What if you weren't supposed to take that birth control so that there could have been a baby there? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. 
Yeah, what what is it in? Yeah, where does the line start? Where yeah yeah are we gonna ban Plan B next? Yeah, what what do we ban? Like how far how far along are we allowed to stop the process? process. Yeah, I don't think they want you to stop it anyway. But they, the problem is they don't want to pay for it. Well, some people think it's a sin if a guy spills his seed hmm. not inside a woman. I, yeah, I, uh, There's a lot of thoughts around this. But these are religious ideas. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we'll, we'll continue this conversation and uh, you know give you some more information about this. Uh, as well as take your phone calls, 800 1580 It's KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. In the Ad Council. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. Now, let me meet you first, everybody. We're Kristen Kiara, 800-920-1580. Um, President Biden speaking out about this uh, Roe versus Wade uh, memo that popped out of the uh, Supreme Court. Um, let me see what he had to say. It was very interesting. Every time he starts talking, I always get... Is it me, or is it, are we still getting a little nervous every time he starts talking? Yeah, I get a little nervous. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Every time he starts talking, I, I start getting a little nervous. I'm like, "Are we gonna make it through here, or or, or what? What's really going on here?" Because uh, I don't know. Um, do you guys know anybody who's had an abortion? Oh, I yeah. know a lot of people. Oh, do you? Yeah, I know people who've had more than one who've had like four or five. You probably know a lot too, but yeah. you're a man, and I don't know if women are telling you that. Well, I mean, I've been through the you know the abortion thing when I was younger. There was another little Don. Oh wow! Oh yeah, you told us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you know. feel bad about it? Sometimes I do, but I'm like, what would I look like? Uh, you know, with two kids right now. Like I wasn't ready for the first one. That's real. And then this one would have came when I was like sixteen, maybe. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boy was putting in work. <laughs> putting in work. Uh, let me see what Biden has to say here. Um, yeah, I've been through the whole process. It's not not a fun process to go through. Your your partner's not you know not, is kind of in pain. You got there's a little bit of shame with sitting in the you know the clinic area. You know, um, you know, and then you got to wait three hours. And you know, it's not a fun thing to be here. See, here's Biden. Uh, that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose within the limits of a Supreme Court decision in case. You know, if, if this decision holds, it's really quite a radical decision. Um, and again, the underlying premise, and again... Why would the Supreme Court take this up? Well, I guess it was in... Oh, it was because the Missouri law. Mississippi. Mississippi law. Yeah. Which is based off of the Texas law, right? The Mississippi, well, it, sort of kinda? it kind of has its own reasoning. But, I've not had a yeah. chance to thoroughly. Hmm. So somebody challenged it with in front of a conservative Supreme Court. And said that basically people were saying the Mississippi law, which says you can't have abortion after 15 weeks, is unconstitutional uh, because it's still several weeks before the court has deemed like point of viability mm-hmm. and Mississippi was arguing actually we should be able to do whatever we want and Roe should no longer apply and in the uh, decision that was leaked it basically was like we agree Roe should no longer apply I was just looking at the language with Chris it's an 85 page document so I've just been skimming it but it calls the Roe Wade uh, case egregious and it was wrong from the start and it kind of feels like battle of the justices like y'all are clearly not on the same page because you're calling it egregious but it's your court that Did released it. it yeah it's very interesting i wonder if if this has been a master plan that has been kept secret for a number of years um 
to stack the court with these judges, bring these local things up, uh, and so that it makes it to the Supreme Court. So they get it. Like this is all strategic legal work. Yeah. Started it in the courts, come up with the abortion ban, wait for somebody to challenge it, challenge it all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court reviews it, overturns Roe versus Wade. But couldn't could they couldn't they not just uh, overturn the Missouri law without messing with Roe versus Wade? Uh, well, they would have had to have a reason for doing so. So they would have had to either rely on Roe versus Wade or they had to say, no, we're not relying on that. But they could have also just reinterpreted point of viability or something. But I'm looking at page six. This language is so strong. This is the leaked opinion. It says, well, the egregious. When, when I saw the word egregious, I'm yeah, like, somebody has their feelings in this. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. Like, that's very strong, emotional, passionate language. Not removed legal language like i could understand how this could have been read in to blah 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 i'm like oh so basically what you're saying in this opinion is that justices are people and the laws are not objective and people write them interpret them based on their own beliefs and biases that's what you're saying because you're saying it was egregiously wrong so now black people aren't crazy when we're like y'all have written all of these laws and with us in mind. They're like, no, they're objective. Yeah, why would he use the word egregious? Egregious sounds like something like emotion when there sh- shouldn't it just, if you are a justice looking at this, sh- should you, your opinion ba- be based solely upon the law, not personal, uh, not personal opinion? I mean, egregious sounds like Like, you hate this. Yeah, and I'm just saying you should be fair. So when black people, again, say the law was not created with us in mind, Mm -hmm. the laws are egregious, and they say, no, 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 they're just subjective laws. Mm -hmm. And now when you don't like a law or you don't like an opinion, it's egregious and wrong from the start? Yeah, Yeah, I think we're witnessing the beginning of this country, the the beginning of the end of this country. I I, I don't, I don't, uh, this that or, or more civil uh, unrest um, amongst the states and the federal government. Um, if you don't believe in abortion and you control the levels of power in your state, okay, you know, then that, that, that's the democracy that we got. And, and then, you know, you should be able to restrict or outlaw or do whatever you want to do. I mean, that's the, the process. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just, I, I feel like we're, we're, we're eroding the, the institutions that we had so much confidence in they're they're all slowly but surely becoming um uh eroded with uh, its confidence is being eroded and i know the fbi you know people used to believe that the fbi was this institution that was <laughs> right you see yeah, how you said huh yeah fbi cia all of right them, right know. the fbi the cia i mean i stopped believing in the cia when they didn't figure out 9-11 was wrong yeah and you know there's just such a divergence of values too it's like there are people all the way on the left and people all the way on the right. And what they value is so different that it feels impossible to even come, you know, t- to an understanding in the middle. And I have a friend who used to go to my church and we're around the same age. 
and I was just asking her how she'd been. I haven't seen her in a couple of years because neither of us have really been back in person for a while. And she was like, oh, I don't go to that church anymore. And I was like, oh, are you going to any church? She was like, no, I just, I'm really deconstructing. And I feel like the people in the church, the values are so different than the values that I have. And I was like, this, this conversation, it almost feels like deja vu. I've had it with so many people. That they're not, they're not digging the church? Yeah, but it's not just the church. I think the evangelical white church kind of has been the center of American politics for a very long time. And so in walking away from that, people are also walking away from the things that they've been taught. Because even though we're supposed to be in a country where church and state is separated, the reality is it's not separated. Our whole Pledge of Allegiance is one nation under God, indivisible. There's a Our dollar bill says in God we trust. Our foundation of country is built on white evangelicalism. So I think walking away from that is also starting to shake the foundation that we've had politically in this country. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it's why do you think it's happening now? Why do you think that's happening now? I mean, maybe it's in times. Who knows? That or maybe it's just the access to information and technology. I mean, technology and information. I mean, or I, both. When when I was growing up, I didn't know anything about the historical aspects of of Jesus and and doing research into it. it it's only because. The internet has has allowed the information to you know um, be at the tips of my uh, of my fingertips um, that I can do research online without having to go to some university or school and, and digging deep into it and listening to scholars talk about a certain situations. Well, that's the part that makes me feel like revelation. However, you interpret the Bible, whether you think it's God's infallible word of God or it's a, a historical book with some truth in it, which is kind of more where I lead. Whoever, whatever your interpretation, that piece makes me feel like the revelation piece, there is truth in there. Because people used to be like, oh, it says that we're all going to witness this at the same time. How could that possibly be the case? But now mm-hmm. we have the Internet and technology. And it would be possible for all of us to witness something around the world at, at the, the same, same time. time. Like, yeah. I do feel like in times is coming. There, There's a lot when you read revelations that it's crazy because if you read it it's it's pretty dark but obviously but when you read it there's a lot of stuff that you can see now you couldn't I didn't understand a lot of course when I was little and I was like it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense makes sense and what what to me the interesting part is that it says like believers are going to be fooled yes so it's always like the very strong traditional conservative questions that are pointing at everybody else like but we're the believers i'm like well y'all some of y'all are going to be the ones that are fooled a lot of false prophets too a lot of you false know? prophets remember the woman from uh trump's election the angels are coming from africa from africa <laughs> they're coming from africa <laughs> what was that woman she was like doing the prayer like the angels are coming from South America yeah. from Africa oh, wow. and she was yeah. trying to speak in tongues and she was like whatever she was saying and I was like this I don't know what, what this is making Italian food or this something? don't no. sound spiritual <laughs> this is scary uh, why would the angels come from Africa for Trump's election make that make sense yeah well I don't know uh, all right we'll get to uh, some of the um uh, lawmakers uh, uh, statements uh, on uh, this uh, draft memo of a uh, decision that possibly could be coming out of the Supreme Court that might overturn Roe versus Wade in June. And we'll get to that in your phone calls when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Amplifying progressive voices for KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's go to Sean in Oakland. What's going on, Sean? 
Hey, everybody. You too, Don. Hey, great show. Um, you know, regarding this uh, leak memo and all that kind of thing, or leak opinion, actually, um, you know, once again, this is their choice, uh, meaning the uh, justices. Um, and Alito, let me just tell you what this tells me, as I've been following this forever, I'm old, is that the Ninth Amendment doesn't matter to Republicans, period. The Ninth Amendment basically says enumerated rights are not exhaustive in the Constitution. That They want to just gloss over that because they'll say abortion, I mean, uh, yeah, abortion rights are not a right in the Constitution. And so for me, this just shows exactly what I've known a long time, and, and, and most people do. These are politicians in robes. And let me tell you why whether they're Democratic Party or Republican, it's that the, the uh, politician, the president, appoints these people, and you have to have the Senate majority agree, um, advise and consent on judges, and so or justices in this case. Alito was a hack from day one. <laughs> so what I'm saying here is that we need to always remember this. And I think to Krista's point earlier, she had said, she had heard, you know, it might help Democrats in the next election. I think she's probably right. I've been doing this a long time, and I think the leaking of the memo, who cares? That's their, if, they, if someone, if they don't do this in their June opinion, then they can yell at us. But if they do do this in June, they can blame themselves when we kick their ass in November. All right, all right. Well, fired up, Sean. That in was Oakland. a great uh, legal interpretation, mm -hmm. bringing the Ninth Amendment in, and what he's saying. Well, why didn't somebody bring that up at the Supreme Court? Know what enumerated is basically the Ninth Amendment says just because we listed out some rights in the Bill of Rights doesn't mean those are the only rights y'all have. There are obviously more rights than what's listed. Just Absolutely. what? Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, where, I mean, where, where do I find those rights? Is it on the back of the Constitution? Or where, 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 I mean, where do we, we go? decide them. I think it created space for us to decide what our additional rights would be as we continue as a country, which we should have space for That's a right. legal document to grow and breathe. Why should it be the same exact document as time has changed? Not that long ago, I'm wearing pants. I wouldn't have been allowed to do this. The right. laws have changed. Time has changed. And damn it, you should not be wearing to the la uh, wear pants here. I mean, oh I sent gosh. you back to a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you belong. You have your musket, don't you, Don? Yes, you I, I've, I've got my musket and my and with my flask and my my, my gunpowder. <laughs> you need to be. So in you a, can imagine. Yeah, you need a bonnet. One of those bonnets out of the old school women in, on the west. Thought you didn't like bonnets. Yeah, well, no, gone. not no, no. Those are classy bonnets. Oh, my the bonnet gosh. you guys oh, wear to bed. Oh, he likes them on the Chip and Dale's dancers. All though. right, all right, oh, Sean. All right, <laughs> now. you know I'm joking. Yeah. I got you back for asking my bra size, brother. <laughs> all right, all right, Sean. Well, I'm for the first time. I'm going to hang up on you. You know. <laughs> you know that it really wasn't that long ago, um, and this would really go for you, Kiara, where. Um, when you went to work, you couldn't go bare-legged. You had to wear, like, some type of pantyhose or stockings. Like, that oh, was, that was mandatory. A thing? Yeah, you had to wear yeah, that. Yeah, I still, you know, have grandparents, and my mom sometimes would be like, you don't have stockings on. I'm like, why would I wear those? Yeah. I mean, they're really cute ones. I have, like, cute little net stockings, but I'm not just going to wear them because my legs are out. Yeah, isn't it interesting? just going to shave. Yeah, so I remember when I went on a job interview one time without uh, pantyhose, my mom's like, oh! <gasps> 
you're not wearing pantyhose. I said, I'm not going to wear pantyhose. They're uncomfortable. I don't like that stuff. But yeah, back in the day, you had to wear pantyhose to work. That's Oh, I saw somebody was mad at Kate Middleton. No, it wasn't Kate. It was uh, Meghan Markle uh-huh, uh-huh. because she had on a suit and she didn't have pantyhose on. Hey, uh, Krista, tell us more about things back in your day. <laughs> Go ahead. How was it back in the olden days? In the olden days. In the olden days, what did you have to do? Well, I'll tell you, back in the olden days, when you even went to work, you couldn't even wear pants to work. That was a business casual oh. day. You had to wear a skirt and a dress. Wow. Did you have yeah. rights when you went to work? Did we have rights? Yeah. Could yeah. you vote back in those days? No, we couldn't vote back in no. those days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, was the world in black and white still, or what? Did, they, did we have color? Yeah, no, no. Color TV came out uh, a little bit later. All right, okay, yeah. all right. It's so funny. I heard someone say, like, oh, before 1920s, you know, no one was even thinking about abortion. Like, we weren't considering that as lawmakers. Yeah, because there were no women in the room, and women couldn't right, vote. Right, exactly. It's exactly. Kind of, It still feels wrong to have a whole bunch of men sitting around a table deciding what a woman can and can't do with her body. Something about that feels really icky. And it's real interesting because, you so you know, in my morning job, that was a big topic of discussion. And all these women had called in and one woman got real mad. She's like, I don't want to hear from any men calling in. It's not their business to comment on a woman's issue. But all these women, the average age really was 65. They were so hurt. I heard a lot of crying. You know, they, they're like, we, we're, we've taken several steps back. And that's when, you know, the idea of what's next, they talked about plan B, is, is plan B going to go away? They're, they're going to hit gay marriage next. I mean, it was crazy. It's just it's a, weird to have somebody who's not even part of the group dictating what the group can do. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, what if someone from Italy started making laws about what we can do in our country? We'd be like, but you're not a citizen. Mm-hmm. This exactly. has nothing to do with you. Right. All right, let's, we, we got one more. Okay, let's uh, get to the break, and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and um, wrap this up. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin super mega golden Charmin. Charmin's Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back to Anime First, everybody, with Kristen Kiara. Let me ask you a question. You know, I was talking about is the United States racist the other day. You know, obviously, you know, when, when we have justices in the Supreme Court, you know, messing with laws that they, some of the justices said in their confirmation hear, hearing was settled law, settled law. I'm starting to rethink that maybe America's racist. Okay, what what's making you rethink? I, you know, I'm just, I, what specifically does it say about black people in the Constitution? That's what I want to know. Uh, what specifically does it say about us? Yeah. I don't it, even know yeah. that. We're not even it's referenced. Not even mentioned, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Mm, I don't think. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into see how many times the black people are referenced. I don't think uh, we're referenced in the Constitution. Right. They're just generally applicable laws that are uh, like applied to us because slavery is no longer allowed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder if we, because we're not specifically mentioned in the. It doesn't even re- mention us in three fifths compromise. It, I just looked at it. It says three fifths of all other persons, which were us. That was the that was the three fifths compromise, which was superseded by the Fourteenth Amendment, I believe. Yeah, but that just ele- like says that we're slaves are people now, basically. But it doesn't ever say anything about like black people. Yeah, I wonder because it doesn't say anything about black people or any any type of. Uh, history of black people that that i wonder if that makes the country racist because we're not included because we're not included in the in the constitution is the constitution a racist document because we specifically are not the only time we were included in the constitution was three-fifths compromise when they were talking about us when we were property Hmm. yeah or i would argue that is racist because as it was written people are always talking about oh the original intent the original intent of the entire document was for us to not be people. Yeah. That and then on top of this, they knew that slavery, some of the founding fathers knew that slavery couldn't exist, but they didn't want to get rid of it right away. No. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ah, okay. So I, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna have to dig some, I'm going to do some dig deep into the Constitution. I think I might change my opinion on that. Of, of like, maybe this country is racist. We just don't, we, we want to hope for it to not to be, but its foundation is structured in racism. I, I don't. I've never had a doubt in my mind. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lack of will to recognize black people other than when we're getting shot and going to jail. More of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.